Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Uh, Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented, as always, by your local Pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, boy, a lot going on in and around high school basketball today. Some state champions were named last night and last weekend. And some guys playing uh, playing today. In fact, we're going to get right to David Burkhamper. He's the basketball coach, head basketball coach at Pewaukee High School. They tip it off today at 1225 uh, up in La Crosse at the La Crosse Center against a really good quality Lake Mills team. Head coach at Pewaukee. Coach, how you doing today? <clears throat> doing pretty good. We're just on our way back from our final walkthrough and uh, getting ready to uh, suit up and get over to the cross center. Hey, uh, Coach, uh, so this is your first time as a head coach up at, at State. How how'd you sleep last night and how you feeling today? Uh, I slept pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I feel pretty comfortable. We're playing pretty well. It's... Uh, it's always easy to feel good when you have a really good team with you. Yeah, that that's a hundred percent. Hey, earlier um, we had John and we talked about this t- this year's team and and you made a comment to me that's really stuck with me. You said, "Look, to be honest with you, I thought maybe next year would be that year, and we were going to try to get as good as we could. We'd play the toughest competition we could this year, but I kind of thought maybe next year when when a lot of these kids are seniors." And, and juniors, because you got a young team, that we would have a chance to get on a really good run. But, boy, I'll tell you, this this year's team, Coach, has been the talk for a while now. I mean, you guys have, uh, you know, since January 22nd, you guys have been playing perfect at that point and uh, feeling pretty good about how this, this group has come together. Any fear... Um, in your eyes, that that this this stage is going to be a little bit too big for some of these young guys, or are they just playing together? No, I don't. I don't think we have any fear. I, I think our kids have uh, bought into the idea of, um, you know, we know that uh, we've been through it all. We've, like we said, we've played 28 games against some of the highest level competition in the state. We beat one of the best teams in the state, Wisconsin Lutheran, three times. So I think that lets us know that, you know, anything that we see up here, while everybody is really good, um, I don't think we have any fear. And I, I know my kids don't have any fear. I think that they're, uh, they're ready to go. You know, that's not to be said that there, um, there couldn't be some hiccups along the road. But sure. uh, we, we, we're feeling really good today. You know, I have, um, I have seen Lake Mills play. And, and I've seen them throughout the years and, and – you know they 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 run a, a certain set and and you know they they a lot of movement a lot of kids that can straight up shoot the ball I'm sure you've scouted them quite a bit they've got three kids 
one averaging about 19 and two other kids at 15 apiece. And and these are, you know, the offense that a lot of people are running now uh, is what Lake Mills has run for a long time. And uh, have, have you seen them play in person, number one? And two, how much scouting and, and how much tape have you watched on them? Um, you know, I haven't seen them play in person, um, but, you know, we've, we've had the chance to watch quite a bit of film on them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're excellent. Again, any team that's left now is, is playing really well. Um, any team that wins over 20 games in the season has been playing really well. They have, uh, I believe they start four seniors. Um, like you said, they have three guys that are averaging high double digits. Uh, they, they are very versatile. Um, they're very well coached. Uh, they play hard. They're, um, they're tough. Uh, you know, we're, we're just, we're excited to, to get another test today up here. Hey coach. So this, there's no template to, to what you guys are doing now, right? Nobody's ever had to figure out, okay, if we win the first one, we're going to play in the state championship later on uh, this evening. And so it's not like you can go back and say, okay, this is what we did, or this is what the coach Pewaukee did a few years ago, or this is what the coach over there, because nobody's done this before. So I'm wondering kind of the process for, for you guys to come up with this template on okay, we're gonna we're gonna head up there this day, and we're gonna go to get a walk through here. Is this something that you and your staff put together of trying to figure out the the best way to do this? You know, I think for me, um, I, I've worried about uh, just doing uh, the best I can in terms of preparing us for this first game, um, and I've let my staff and and we, our administration and and our parents, quite frankly, have been amazing in helping us prepare for kind of the rest of the day. Um, I think, you know, again, we, we've talked about certain you know, situations, what we're going to do um, after the first game. But for the most part, I'm focused and trying to keep the kids focused on the first game. Because, again, if we, <laughs> if we don't take care of business in the first one, there is no second game. So there's really no need um, to, to do all that planning. So hopefully when we, if we take care of business, then, you know, I'll go to my uh, assistant coaches and, and some of the parents and, who have had that plan, and, and they'll tell me where we're going and what we're doing. Boy, I, I love that, Coach. You know, sometimes it's hard, and you know that as, as a head coach, you want to be able to control all of it. You want to be able to dictate all of it. And for you to be able to say, okay, good, you guys figure this part out. We're going to make sure that, that we do the best job we can to get to that part. And then you guys, here we go. What, what do you have? Where are we going? Are we eating? Are we going to – we're not going to let these kids take a nap, but we're going to get some shots up. We're going to walk through and and, and let them handle that. And I, I really like that you're able and willing to to do that. For uh, That's for sure. The winner of this game, the winner of the Pewaukee Lake Mills game, will take on the winner of the Onalaska Xavier game that started at 9.05 and is uh, being played right now. And they'll play that game in lacrosse uh, tonight for a state championship. The four teams in Division Two, Onalaska, Xavier, Lake Mills, and the Pewaukee Pirates. Hey, Coach, I'm going to let you go. I told you I'd, I'd only keep you for like five minutes. So I really appreciate your willingness to come on. Um, play well today and, uh, and and make us proud back here in, in the Milwaukee and Pewaukee area. And I know that you guys will. So thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can make a lot of people proud today. You bet. Thank you so much. That's David Burkemper, head basketball coach at Pewaukee High School. Let's talk a little bit about what happened last night. And I didn't get Mitch prepared for this back at the studio, but if uh, Mitch, if you could, uh, if you could get the Citizens Bank scoreboard open that we run each and every week, this would be a great time for you to, to play that and go ahead whenever you're ready. A lot of games, a lot of scores to keep up with. Any big upsets this week? What teams had a great week and what teams need to get back to practice? It's time to look at this week's scoreboard brought to you by Citizens Bank, your partner in the community for your home, your business, and your life. So I want to thank Citizens Bank uh, for getting involved in this. Stephanie, everybody out there, thank you so much. Uh, 41-36 right now in the second half on Alaska over Xavier. Winner of that game will play the winner of the Pewaukee Lake Mills game that tips off at 12:25 today. At 10:45, DeForest and Kimberly will tip off. 
in Division One, and at 210, Wauwatosa East and River Falls. And again, championship games tonight. I, look, I'm not coaching anymore, so I don't I don't know how they're, you know, liking this. I'm loving this. I this is almost like you know NCAA stuff where you can see, you know you sit in your chair and and I tell my wife, look, I'm I'm working. I'm prepping for these shows I do because I got to watch all this high school basketball. And uh, today will be no different. I will uh, be watching a ton of basketball when I get off the air. And uh, it'll be it'll be fun to watch uh, the state championship games uh, tonight. And I kind of like being able to have all of that in one day. And again, I don't know if you're a coach or a player if you're liking this. Yesterday. Watched uh, a bunch of basketball yesterday, obviously, and uh, state uh, D- Division Four state championship game. It was a game of two halves. If you didn't see the game, Prairie School, I think, was up 20 at half, and Lords Academy got hot and made it a game and ended up hitting a bucket right at the buzzer to beat the uh, Prairie School in the state championship game, 43-41. And... I, man, I can tell you that I've been on both sides as a coach. I've been on the side where, you know what, you just, there's nothing you can do right. And you're missing shots that you normally hit. You're uh, you're not boxing out, giving second shots. You're, you're reaching and fouling. And, and there's, there's so little you can do. Take a timeout, try to kill it, try to get the momentum back, try to run a set or two, try to find somebody that can hit a shot. And that's what Lord's Academy was doing in the first half. Prairie School was 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 running their stuff, and they looked really good. And with about two minutes to go in the first half, Prairie School kind of pulled it out a little bit, started to take a little time off, and the momentum changed a little bit. Lord's got a Lord's Academy got a uh, turnover, went down, hit a shot, came down, got another one, hit a shot, and it was it was really interesting to me to watch Lord's Academy come out in the second half and Prairie School come out. And as Lord's Academy started getting it a little bit closer, got it to 15, got it to 10, got it under 10, you could just see the body um, expression, the body movements of, of Lord's Academy and the Prairie School completely changed. Prairie School guys kind of looking around at each other, Lord's Academy There'd be a timeout there. The bench is going crazy. They're all high-fiving. And it comes down to the last possession. And Lord's Academy had the ball in their best player's hands, coach's son. And they he came down baseline, and it looked like they went to double. And he had his head up, and he, he made a great bounce pass to a kid under the basket who just got the shot off, shot off in time to win it 43-41. So congratulations to the Lord's Academy and congratulations to the Prairie School. You know what? They got to the state finals. This one's going to be difficult. I'm a big fan of Jason and his staff and that school and those kids. Coached against him for a number of years when I was at Martin Luther and like what they do down there. This one's going to be a hard one to get over. And uh, you're going to think about this one for a while. And so I'm sorry that you're going to go through that. I've been through it, Jason. If you need to talk, please let me know. You want to get a cup of coffee? I'll buy the coffee. So um, me saying congratulations to you guys on a great year is, is going to ring hollow right now. But but trust me, in you know, six months to a year, maybe or maybe less, maybe it's tomorrow that that'll mean something to you. But it, it really was a great year in the state final for Division three. We're seeing St. Catharines beat Lake Country Lutheran. Lake Country Lutheran beat St. Croix Central 59-47. In the semifinals, St. Catharines won 53-44 over Wrightstown. And St. Catharines, Coach Bennett, your staff, your school, your community, really good basketball team. And I think they they, they had the longest winning streak in the state, and then Greendale Martin Luther knocked them off, and then they didn't lose again. And 68-49, they beat a Lake Country Lutheran team that I fully expect will be back next year. They were junior-led, a lot of really good junior basketball players on that team. And congratulations on a great year, Lake Country Lutheran. Racine St. Catharines is your Division Three state champion. Let me run down today's show. Sarah Rohde, head coach, head girls coach at Notre Dame, state champion Notre Dame 
is going to join us at uh, 10.15. At 10.30, we just found out who uh, who is the uh, Wisconsin Player of the Year. And I'll tell you what, um, he's as good as they get. And if you're the Player of the Year, man, that, that's what it is. We're going to talk to his dad today. And if you don't know who it is, we'll, uh, we'll surprise you. At 10.30, he's going to join us. Then Kirk Malachnik. Dirk Malachek is going to join us at 10.45. Talk a little bit about his brother, how Dwayne's feeling in a fundraiser that uh, I'm going to be at tomorrow. And they're, they're doing a great job of promoting this fundraiser. But we're going to talk a little bit about Dwayne and how he's feeling. 11 o'clock, our superhero of the week. She is from St. Francis High School. Will join us. Then we'll also talk to the Lake Mills girls coach and the Germantown girls coach. Both state champions on the other side. We'll do that uh, after 11 o'clock. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Five minutes to go with Onalaska and Xavier. 49-44 Onalaska uh, right now over Xavier. We are now joined by the head coach at Notre Dame High School up in Green Bay, the girls' team, the state champion girls' team. Sarah Rohde said, if you're going to have me on, you got to call me a state. you got to call our team state champs or I'm not coming on. I said, Coach, I no, she never said that. I am now joined by the head coach, Sarah Rohde from Notre Dame. Coach, how are you? Doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. She never said that. That's me just messing around. <laughs> I had such a good conversation with Coach Rohde a couple of days ago. And I told Mitch back at the uh, at the uh, studio that I am, she's like uh, my favorite coach now, right now. So for all oh, you other guys, sorry. You. Yeah, I... Coach, it was just really a fun conversation that we had. You guys uh, beat Reedsburg in the final 68-56. And it was an awfully good game. And you put 42 up on them in the first half. Gave up 35, but put 42 up on, on the first half. Um, did that game go the kind of the way you thought it might go? Oh, man. Um, you know, I, it's. I didn't know how it was going to go. I knew it would have been a competitive game, obviously. And, you know, I think coming into a, a state championship game and you don't have a ton of time to prepare, I guess. I mean, you're preparing all week for these teams, but you also don't know what they're going to throw at you. And um, they were, they, I mean, they were just definitely sneaking in on us and our post play. And, um, you know, we got follow trouble early. So the way it went, would I have planned for that? Definitely not with, you know, two of our people sitting on the bench in the first half. But, um, you know, City White now is coming in in the first half and putting up 11 points for us. Like, I did not anticipate that happening. I'm not going to lie. And she came in and was confident and, you know, with a spark off the bench and really just kept us in the game at that point because my, you know, my other players, I think, were were a little nervous, I'm not, to be honest. And, um she, she was just a spark and came and gave us great minutes and I think just kept the momentum going for us in that first half. And Charlie Apple as well hit some big threes, which kind of kept opening it up on the perimeter for us, um, which allowed us to get some more post touches in the second half, I think. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, not what I anticipated, but the great thing is when, when you do have a great team, I think that's, that is what makes a great team is that anybody can step up when they are trying to shut down your best players, and um, I think that's what made us the team we were this year, to be honest, because we had so many different kids step up in those moments and uh, helped us find a way to win and be successful. We're talking to Sarah Rohde. She's the uh, head uh, girls basketball coach at Notre Dame High School up in Green Bay, state champion Notre Dame. Hey, Coach, does December 5th mean anything to you? Kimberly? Yeah, last time this team lost, December 5th. Look at, man, th- normally people are like, no, not really. Did I get married that day? Or? <laughs> December 5th, their last, their, the, the only time they lost all year 
was at home against a, a really good Kimberly team, 65-57. And from that moment on, through February 27th, did not get beat. But they got challenged a couple of times, but they did not get beat. And you must feel so proud of this group, Coach, to stick together. And we talked the other day. We had that conversation about, look, when you have a, a group of girls that really get along, but they don't win a lot, it's not so hard. And you get a group of girls that really don't like hanging out at all. They don't like each other, but they win a lot. It's, it's not very sweet. But when you get a combination of the two, where the girls really do like hanging out, and then you get a lot of wins, and then you win a state championship, I don't know if it gets better than that, Coach. No, I, I don't think it does. Like we, we did have all the keys to having a successful team. I, our team got along on a, on and off the court. And, you know, that Kimberly game, it's interesting because I think back to that game and I think about our senior class who obviously they were on varsity last year. And there were games last year where we could we couldn't put a full game together. And um, obviously we were tested early in our season with, uh, you know, Appleton East, Kimberly, and – the Kimberly game, I remember thinking back with that game, just thinking how, man, you know, we're going to have a good first half. We're going to be that team again this year that we, we can't put a full game together. And first game, first half against Kimberly, we were up by, I think, nine going into the half. And then we just came out in the second half and kind of laid an egg. I mean, I mean, credit to them as well, what they did. They packed it on us, and we just became a little snake, stagnant on offense, and we didn't guard on the defensive side of it. But... um you know, after that, we did have, like, a little heart-to-heart discussion about what kind of team we want to be. Do we want to be that full-court pressing team, or are we going to just try to lock it down in the half court? And all of our girls just really bought into, we're going to press the whole game, we're going to get in shape, and we're going to make it a full-court game. And and they did that after that because we, you know, we just started working a little bit more on the press and being aggressive and committing to, like, the rules and what we need to do and not do our own thing. Because that does happen at times when things aren't going your way. You just kind of do what you want rather than being disciplined and doing what you're supposed to do. So, yeah, after that, I, I mean, our girls did buy in. And I think that, they, you know, they bought into what we were asking them to do. And, and they saw the results pay off. Um, 100, but, 100%. You know, um, you, you only had four seniors on the team and and looking at your roster coach i don't know your team all that well but it looks like you have a couple of sets of sisters on the team and i i think that's that's got to be an interesting dynamic as well but can we talk about these seniors that that obviously there look i've read a number of articles about some of the the underclassmen that you have um one whose dad is the head uh, men's coach over at UWGB, who is a big-time basketball player here from Wauwatosa East, uh, Coach Grush. But I can tell you that the seniors are what what lead, you know, when they start leading and, and you guys go win the state championship, I love that as a coach because they teach some of the underclassmen Look, you got to put the time in. you got to make sure you're, you're leaders when you're seniors. Can we talk about these four seniors? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think, um, and I, I will, I will stick to my guns on this one too. It, it is all about senior leadership, especially on really good teams. Every team that I've been a part of, we've had really good seniors, and our seniors were amazing this year. Um, starting with Samuel Pitchka, obviously she's our, you know, I think our the glue and our kind of our, obviously you know our best player and our girls feed off of her and her energy and it definitely helps a team when their best player is bringing it every day in practice I mean diving on the floor for loose balls and she just she just played hard all the time and Sammy picked it up from her junior to senior she just found another gear which we had talked about and and she did you know I mean she she set the example led by example um led vocally as well and I think um, also the fact that Sammy shared the ball so well. She was just a stat packer. She she did everything. You know what I mean? She rebounds. She gets at steals. She passed the ball. She got everybody involved. And I think when your best player does that, um, everybody else does it too. <laughs> so that was really key, I think, for our team that Sammy was so versatile and she just made everybody else around her better. And, and she bought into defending more this year, I think, too. And 
when she's doing it, everybody else is going to do it. Hundred um, percent. Yep. Yeah. And that, and and they, you know, these underclassmen go, look, if she's willing to get on the floor, get a loose ball, and she's in the weight room, and she's getting extra shots up, I, I have to do that. I can't, I can't be the person going, well, you know, that's that's her. You know, we we've got to we've got to follow that leadership and. And look, the future obviously is very bright for this 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 team, Coach. You've got some underclassmen that are really talented players, and we both know. Look, if they don't they don't toe the line, and all of a sudden they become selfish and don't want to give the ball up, and you know, I'm not playing that kind of defense. I don't want to have to do that. Things can go get sideways in a hurry, but once you have um, some of these underclassmen that have learned how to get the deal done. By working hard, it 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 does make make the future look really bright for a team like Notre Dame. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, in addition to Sammy, you had we had Georgia Gregory, Charlie Apple, and Faith Barrington, who just these four, I think, were a pretty tight. I think a class that has gotten tighter over the years, and um, they you know they just stepped up in so many ways, leading us this year, and not only like physically but mentally, like their mental toughness um, got better from you know their junior to their senior year and and that's what you want obviously and in your senior captains um and they they absolutely did that i think just georgia um georgia and charlie obviously on the court you know in that state championship game charlie hit some really big threes for us and obviously georgia had the game of her life um in that state championship game and and those two as well like if you know charlie apple you're not going to find a kid that works harder than her i mean and it's from a physical standpoint, is just physically fit and doesn't get doesn't fatigue. And then Georgia, as well as she's just a gamer, competitive. Faith Barrington obviously had a little bit different role on our team, but talk about a kid who, you know, she has been involved in our program for obviously all four years, and and she stuck it out. And she was just as important um, in her role as a leader and getting girls involved, like on the bench, and even when she came in. She would, you know, she would lead those groups of kids that were on the court at that time and um, and knew it had to be done. I mean, she's just a high IQ kid as well that, you know, you need all those parts. And yes. obviously everybody contributes in different ways, but they all played their role very well. And and I do think that was a big part of why our team was successful as well. Hey, Sarah, last thing. I, You know, you don't find girls like that. You don't find boys like that. You don't find seniors on rosters at high school level. Look, I'm really old, but when 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 I was in high school, you would see rosters of seven, eight, nine seniors, and even you know some kids that aren't going to get a whole lot of playing time would stick with it. Those are special kids that do it now because they have kids chirping in their ear, going, "Why are you? You're not going to play anyway, we, man. Forget about that. Come on, let's go do this." And so I love that she stuck it out for four years. And when she got her chance, played well, but she was one that really helped out at all different parts of this team. Yeah, absolutely. She And she was more like a, she was like a mom of our team too. Even with me sometimes, she's like, Sarah, should we wear this shirt to this, you know, <laughs> to this event so we're matching? I'm like, good point, Faith. Yeah, like she just, she's thinking a step ahead all the time. And, and you're right, they, those kids don't stick it out anymore. Like it's really easy for kids to just be like, I'm done and say, oh, I'm going to focus on this instead or, um, you know, so I give a ton of credit to Faith because there are not a lot of kids that do that anymore. And, um, but yeah, at the same time, she was a key, a key part of our team, and I'm so happy she did because she 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 is what made our team what it was, and um, she led in many different ways. Um, and the, and we talk about that too. Like you don't have to be a good leader to just be on the court. You know what I mean? Like there's lots of ways to lead, and she absolutely filled that role. That's awesome. She is Sarah Rohde, head basketball coach, Notre Dame girls basketball, the state champion, Notre Dame girls basketball team up in Green Bay. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a great, have a good weekend. You too, Mike. Thanks for having me. You got it. Thanks, Sarah. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, the uh, father of Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin. He's been really kind a number of times throughout this year of sending me some stuff and getting me some information. Haven't had him on the year on the air yet, but we're, he's going to join us next, and we will let you know who is uh, this year's Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin. 
This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. This is such a great time of year. You know, state championships in girls basketball last week, state championships boys this week, and you get things like Mr. Basketball in the state of Wisconsin. Who is it? And look, there was a number of uh, a number of choices, guys throughout the state, and uh, you know, happy to, to say that a kid from this area is uh, is Mr. Basketball, and young man played over at uh, at Delafield St. John's and. Did a great job, and I'm now joined by his father, who has been just kind. You know, the last couple of years when I've reached out to say, hey, what about this? Can what about this? Can you send me this? And uh, he's done a, a good job with, with his son, keeping his head on straight, that's for sure. We're joined by uh, John Pajemski, who is his son, Brandon, is St. John's, has not figured out, not made a decision, I don't think, yet, where he's going to play next year, but there's pretty much anywhere he wants to go play basketball in the country, he can go play. And he had a great career at St. John's. Hey, John, how much are you going to miss watching your son play basketball, by the way, here locally? Well, thanks, Mike, for having me on on there. And I'm not done watching my son play no. basketball. 100%, but he, to be able to get in the car and go 10 minutes, might. I'm not sure where he's going to go. Maybe he can, but uh, there's a chance that, you know, you're, you're going to get a chance to watch him play not only for a year, two years, three years at that level, but there's other levels I think that, that if he wants to play, he's going to be able to do that. But to be able to drive over to, to St. John's, which is, I, John, I think is a, just a wonderful facility is run by some really great people, great coaches, and I really liked the, the the court there. Being able to coach against St. John's didn't have a, always have a ton of success, but I really liked the feeling of being in that building. Absolutely. I mean, everybody knows that usually the famous picture that you see when you come into St. John's Arena there is that giant American flag that's in there. And I remember when Brandon first got there, and he says, wow, look at the scoreboard is in the center of the arena. And he was so ecstatic <laughs> at that. And it's, yes, it's a great school, great pouring out. It was just, it, it's amazing time. I'm, I'm so happy for the school. I think that, you know, the alumni, you've seen some of the greatest uh, people come through there. And to never have a Mr. Basketball. And now that they do, I, I just, it, it couldn't be any better for the school on there. You know, it's 100%. a great honor. You know, John, um, we, we I'm going to be talking uh, next segment uh, to Dirk Malachnik. They have a big fundraiser um, coming up tomorrow for Dwayne, who you are. There's a, a pure love that you have for him and his family. And Dwayne got sick. And if, if you're in and around high school basketball at all in the state of Wisconsin, you know that he is fighting hard, and he's getting better. Um, but they're doing a fundraiser tomorrow, and we're going to talk to Dirk about that. How difficult was this for, for Brandon and this team when 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 Dwayne was ill? And, and obviously, DJ stepped in, did a great job, but they missed their head coach. Absolutely. I mean, when we got the information on it, I mean, it, you're a tight-knit family there when it comes to going to St. John's, even with the alumni. And when, when that struck and we heard this, you just you were in disarray. But, you know, they took a negative and made it a positive. They ended up, Brandon kept saying, just get better, coach. I'm going to get us there. I'm going to get us there. Don't worry. You just be ready to coach. And it was just a great effort that he put forward, uh, his son DJ to take over. And lead them there. I mean, it's it, it's a true story, and and I'm glad that you bring that up about talking about the Malashek family and this fundraiser because just to give you the idea of some of the things that they teach you at St. John's and it pertains to this fundraiser, Brandon had asked me um, before the season had ended 
because we knew about this big fundraiser to help pay for some of the bills. And so we had asked the athletic director if it was okay if Brandon could donate one of his jerseys to help raise just to give back. And that's what you're really taught at St. John's, you know, as not just about sports and stuff like that, but just to be a great individual. So tomorrow they'll be uh, auctioning off one of his jerseys. Now, as you quote unquote being called, which a great honor from the WBCA, uh, Mr. Basketball, he'll be donating one of his jerseys for at this auction. That's awesome. Thank you for telling me that because I, you know what, and when I talk, um, certainly when we talk with, with Dirk about it, we can, uh, we'll have that conversation. And I just think it's important for people to understand to stop by tomorrow. Um, you know what we need that we need to help them. They, they have meant so much to high school basketball in our area that, you know what, the least we can do. Is, is spend a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, doesn't matter, out there tomorrow. And I'll get more details to people in the next segment. Hey, um, John, are you are you more proud of your son for what he does on the basketball floor? Or, look, he's a 4.0 student. So, obviously, you and, and, and uh, Brandon have had the conversation about what a true student athlete is. And he took that to, to heart because the kid is truly a, a student athlete. And that has opened up the doors to go again. He's been offered just about anywhere he wants to go in the country. And nothing has to be done. I mean, he doesn't have to like go to junior college. He doesn't have to take a test. He is ready to go and take care of his business. But, boy, him being a big-time student athlete is something that, that you guys obviously had those conversations about. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, me and his mother, we, we talked about how grades are so important and how me and her, when recognition banquets that they would have for your grades on how he would be not only on the dean's list, but the dean's list with honors. And he said to us, he's like, what, what is the big deal? I said, think of it this way, Brandon. It's like winning three MVPs in the same season. I said, that's what it is to us and then he kind of got it like oh ah this is something and so he just continues to strive we couldn't be much prouder of it and like you said yeah you know his world is open because he does so good in the classroom and to keep at that high level yet also do it in sports i we just it god is good that's all i can say god is good Boy, he set a zillion records at St. John's, and, and, and I can tell you this, John. I can tell you that when people talk to me about him, they this is the thing that they say a lot. He's a really good basketball player, but he's a better kid. He's a really good basketball player, but you know he's a big-time student first? I mean, usually, because of what I do and I'm on the radio, if somebody doesn't like a kid or thinks, oh, that kid's too cocky or the kid didn't give the ball up enough for the kid. I'll hear about it over and over and over again. Not not this one, not your son. And it's just interesting to me because everything is like, man, he's even a better kid than he is a player. He's even a better student than he is. So, you know, got to say congratulations to, to his mom and to you uh, for raising this kid. Do you want... Uh, Last question, how much are you involved in his decision-making for where he wants to play next year? Well, that's a good question, and thank (laughs) you for the compliment that you said to us because we have also heard that outpouring from fellow coaches this year with um, our schedule. I remember a lot of coaches coming up and saying, you're the father of, of Brandon, and these are people that we've played in conference and out of conference. And they've just been, the support has just been great. But to answer your question as far as input, me and his mother uh, and a stepdad and, of course, uh, his phenom coach on there, Anthony Curl. Sure. Antonio Curl is also in on this. We are looking at, one, that family atmosphere that has just like what what he has at St. John's. And the coaches have been really great. No one's been pushing us. They knew that coming up with the state tournament and where we were going, they all left us back to let us do. So when he cut down his five, we, we knew all five. 
Um, has he made a decision? Not yet. I mean, it's, it's still raw of losing. And so wanted him to just relax. And, but we are on Zoom meetings with all five of these schools. Um, still getting a better thing. As you know, the uh, NCAA has said now you will not be able to go till uh, May 31st to go visit a school. Oh, and we kind of came to a consensus that we would make our decision before going and visiting the school. So it's very good that we build these relationships right now. But as in if there's a front runner or anything, no, nothing. Well, good luck with that. And and again, congratulations. The state basketball player of the year is Brandon Przemski, and he is from St. John's, and his dad, John, is so uh, kind to be on the air uh, with us. Hey, John, I'm sure I'll see you over uh, tomorrow at the Suburban Bourbon, um, and we'll, we're going to talk uh, more in the next segment with Dirk, Dirk Malachek for a fundraiser for Dwayne that's going on tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure that I'll get a chance to run into you there tomorrow. Absolutely, and I thank you for having me on the show, and thank you for all your support and everything you did on there and to the whole state. Like they say, it takes a village to raise a, raise a child, and a lot of people can take very good pride and be proud of helping with our son. Well, he's uh, he again, he's done great, and he will be a good ambassador for our community wherever he goes. Uh, John, thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, again, Dirk Malachek is going to join us. We're going to talk about this uh, Dwayne Malachek fundraiser that's going on tomorrow. If you know about it and you're not sure if you're going to go, I'm going to try to convince you to come out there. If you don't know about it, we're going to talk with Dirk about it and maybe get you an invite to the Suburban Bourbon in Waukesha. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Thank John for coming on. And, uh, you know, perfect segue into what we're going to talk about next Look, if you if you know high school basketball, you've been around it at all, you know the Milosevic family. And when it comes to competing against them, I know because I talk to a lot of you guys, you either love them or hate them, man. It's a great family because they're going to get after it. And they're going to go right up to the line and maybe step a little bit over. They, they like to win. And I just, uh, I think the world of these guys, I just do. So when Dwayne Milosevic got sick a while back, and um, it was not good there for a while. And he's getting better. It's a long journey for him. It's going to take a while. But, man, you know, a lot of prayers, a lot of people just completely praying on it every day, I mean, every hour um, for him and his family. And coming up tomorrow at 1 o'clock, 1 to 6.30 at the Suburban Bourbon in Muskego on Janesville Road, this event is being held by Heather Malachek and Dirk. Um, and, and Erica Cook, who gave me the number to get a hold of Dirk, and I talked to him last night. And uh, we're we're now joined by Heather and Dirk Malachek. They are running again this fundraiser tomorrow from one to six thirty, and it's at the Suburban Bourbon. Hey, Dirk, thanks. Let's start with you. Thanks a lot for uh, a few minutes of your time. How uh, how's your brother Dwayne feeling nowadays? And uh, thank you, Mike. Um, right now he's uh, a lot of therapy. Um, still on the oxygen, uh, but he's, he's, his, his spirits are up, and he's um, slowly every day getting a little bit better. Uh, the big thing for him right now is putting on putting on muscle and and uh, you know going through the therapy, relearning how to walk and do different things. So he's uh, he's a fighter, and he's he's doing okay. Hey Heather, um, thank you so much for coming on as well and, and allowing me to promote um, this this fundraiser tomorrow. I think it's really important for people to understand it's going to you're going to get a chance to talk a lot of basketball and talk a little smack and and have some fun. At the end of the day, this event is to raise money for this family. And we we as a basketball community have to come out and support a guy like Dwayne and and that's just me talking, 
But I just think it's really important to, to if you can get over there for an hour, if you can just drive over there and drop off a hundred bucks, go, let's do that. And let's make sure at the end of the day that it's a really good event that raises a lot of money for the Malachic family. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate you promoting it. And as you said, they, you know, they really appreciate it. This was, this was a hard thing for Dwayne to let us do. We just kept pushing him to let us host this fundraiser for him because he, he, he didn't want us to do this, but um, once they're going to face going forward, they, they really need our help. And he's, he and Kathy have always been willing to help everybody and anybody, everybody. anybody that knows them knows that. So for us, this is just a way to get the community that the outreach has been incredible. The donations we've gotten, the items that we're going to raffle off tomorrow are just phenomenal. So we appreciate everybody stepping up and helping us out with that. If you can't make it tomorrow, there is a GoFundMe page that's set up and it's GoFundMe. It's Dewey Strong. So GoFundMe um, backslash F backslash Dewey Strong and go on. And if you can't make it tomorrow, you know what? Help them out. And, and, and I can't tell you what Heather said was correct. You know, that whole family is like that. You need help. They'll help you. You know what? They, they will they will try to beat you by 50 on the basketball floor and then help you, you know, then they'll help you fix your, your tire that's flat in the parking lot, but not until they, they beat you by 50, which for me is perfect. Cause that's exactly how I, I think that I am. I don't know about helping with the tire, um, Heather, but, but this is how the family is. And you can go on that GoFundMe page again, it's GoFundMe and, and Heather, I think I'm doing this correctly. GoFundMe backslash F backslash Dewey slash strong correct i think if you go on the gofundme page and just search dewey strong it'll pull up the, the website there's a picture of Dwayne and kathy on there so it's, it's pretty easy to get to yeah that that's great hey talk about some of the things that you guys are going to be raffling off tomorrow well some of the things we got uh some, some very nice items with a very uh, nice uh, yellow uh, uh signed jersey on mm-hmm. a uh, very well framed with some nice pictures in there uh, Brett Favre signed helmet, um, uh, which is very nice. It's a picture of him signing the helmet. We got a very nice bourbon basket from Spanky's uh, out here in Waterford. Um, you know, about a, a $700 value worth of bourbon, different kinds of bourbon. Okay. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, for some at uh, Chinequa Golf Club, um, along with some nice bourbon. So Good. there's a wide range of uh um, some nice items from the jewelry center and uh, uh, clocks, high-end clocks. They were very nice. So I can go on and on. No, there's there's an awful what, lot of uh, nice items, though. Well, and I think, you know, I see Mike Prokop is coming, and, and, and that's from yep. the jewelry center. And, and uh, you know, he's a guy who fancied himself as a, as a guy who could hit a jump shot back in the day. <laughs> Look, I'll just <laughs> tell you, I just tell you he couldn't. I'm just, no, <laughs> yeah, you're, so, you're Notre Dame, right? That's right. That's right. Good friend of the family. Known Mike a long time. Yeah, he um, was overrated as a basketball. No, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> Prokop's listening. I'm just work. kidding. By the way, Prokop, that that yeah. grandchild of yours is awfully cute. My goodness. That's, yes, yes. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, so it's a, it's, this is this is a long haul. I mean, he's looking at you know the minimum uh, time that he can go back to work is 12 months. So. Man, you know they they have a lot on their plate right now, Dwayne and Kathy, and and uh, and I was just happy they allowed us to reach out to the community and do this, like Heather said earlier. So well, it should be a know, good, it should be a good event. Heather, it does not surprise me one bit that Dwayne fought you on this, not one bit. Yeah, and no, you know what? Anybody that knows him. Yeah. And thank goodness you guys are like, you know what? Screw you. We're doing it this way. Yeah. And <laughs> if you want to show up, show up. If you don't want to show up, don't show up. But this is what we're doing. Get out of the way and let somebody for once help you the way you've helped people for your entire life. So, yep. Hey, both um, of both of them are very given people and good people. So, okay. A hundred percent. Hey, on the, hey guys, one quick question on the, and I've gotten a number of text messages um, as we, we've been on the air. It, on the Facebook page, it talks about um, if you've been invited, you can come. If there are people listening that aren't, aren't on Facebook, they don't know you guys, can, they can still stop over there tomorrow, correct? Anybody can come. We tried correcting that because at first we sent it out on Facebook with, you know, invites and stuff. 
and then we 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 uh, uh, corrected it. I did it. do a public page, but I'm not sure that the word is out there. But yeah, anybody's invited. It is not a private event. We are we will welcome anybody who wants to show up. We do have. I mean, we probably have over a hundred or more items that we'll be raffling off. So there's a lot of great stuff. Dirk just touched on a few things, but I don't even know what we don't have yet because people are continuing to drop things off and soliciting, you know, ideas for us. So lots of great items. Anybody's welcome. The more the merrier. Boy, that's beautiful. Guys, if there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Um, it is 1 to 6.30 tomorrow, the Suburban Bourbon on Janesville Road. And look, if if you don't know what uh, Dewey Strong means, if you don't get that, well, you know what? You don't understand it because um, Dewey Milanchek, and, and this is one guy that I'm telling you, this is the only time that I would challenge him one-on-one on the basketball floor. Because you know what? If if I could get him to go to 21, then I could win because maybe I could, I could hang out there a little bit longer than him. But I still got a feeling he'd figure out a way to, 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 to beat me. Exactly. Hey, is is he gonna is he um, feeling good enough to, to stop over there tomorrow? So he had talked about it. Uh, him and Kathy considered it, but um, he has a, a harder time when he sits around and talking to a lot of people. Um, he gets very tired, and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, zoom do a zoom, you know kind of bring him in uh, via. Yeah, he'll be on Zoom calls zoom throughout call. the day for people to. Stop in and say hi to him and talk to him on the computer. So hey, he will be making an appearance via technology. Hey, you know the best part? We could just talk about him behind his back now. It's going to be exactly. way more fun. Exactly. All day long. Yeah. All day all day long. Hey, guys, tomorrow. thank you so much for allowing me to do this again tomorrow from 1 to 6.30, the Suburban Bourbon on Janesville Road in Muskego. It's going to be a lot of fun, and and, uh, we're going to be raising money, obviously, for a really good cause. And for Dwayne and Kathy, who have done, you know, anything anybody's asked for years, let's let's help help them out a little bit. Dirk, Heather, thanks a lot. Good luck tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And, Mike, thank you for putting this out there. Thank you very much. Appreciate Appreciate it it very much. You got it. Anytime. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're running a little bit late. But our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week from St. Francis will be joining us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.